Well, back and ready and better than ever. Time to talk a little FSU lawsuit. Time to talk a little ACC kickoff. Why would you have your arch nemesis go right behind you in a conference call? We'll talk about Jim Phillips and this interesting decision here on today's episode of Locked on ACC. You are Locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod from anywhere, even in the audio space. And on our YouTube page, we are on the road to 2,000, and we cannot do it without you. So go ahead, tell a friend to tell a friend that they need to click that subscribe button. Kenton, how are we feeling on this Monday? I'm feeling great as always. It's great to have you back in the saddle. You know, I, I was uh, enjoying having some other co-hosts and then here you come moseying back on there. No, but seriously, it's always great to have you back. Um, you know, I, my my days were quite eventful uh, without you here. But but, you know, it's always great to have the dynamic duo back together. No doubt about it. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On College. Terms and conditions do apply. We got to talk through some Locked On Locked On ACC kickoff happening July 22nd to the 25th. Yeah, you read that right. Four days of jam-packed interviews and welcome to the squad for some of our former Pac-12 programs and all the good additions and the conversations that Jim Phillips and company will have. We'll have, we'll have a conversation about that today, as well as some lawsuits. As I mentioned, we love a little razzle-dazzle with our show. I think it's going to be a good one. I can, I can already see the comments. Oh, absolutely. And, and the thing is, y'all know me. Y'all know how much I love telling you when I'm right. And boy, do I have something to brag about being right about in this episode. It's just eating me up inside to even have to wait and contain it to tell y'all how right I was. It Was it Taylor, Taylor Swift and the script was right? That's what you want to talk about? Well, no, although I did predict the Super Bowl uh, to a T. I predicted that it would be an extremely close game that Mahomes would be the difference in because, you know, I, I have as much faith in Brock Purdy as I have in gravity to not bring me down to earth if I jump out of a third-story window. So, you know, that, that's just the reality that that uh, I thought it was there. And I said the pieces around him would keep the game close, but there would be a moment where he had to do something special, and he couldn't do it. He got done, could he? Not the guy. He's not him. He is, in fact, not him. Never was going to be him, game managers and all the things. But I think when we get to ACC kickoff conversations that we could have was, do you do you feel like you're a game manager or a game changer? We're going to ask I'm, every quarterback that. That's rude? I'm, okay. I'm not asking quarterbacks that. I okay. am not asking those quarterbacks. That's rude? Okay. That. I, I, very, okay. very. See, this is spoken like somebody who who didn't go to the last one because it was a little feisty in there. The, the players and coaches was ready to get after it. As that, they should. Know? As they should. I think it's a high time that we have, you know, some hard-hitting conversations around some very important topics. And so ACC kickoff, for those that don't know, it is a 
usually a two-day event where people come and they talk to your favorites of the favorites, three players and your head coach, and you talk through how you feel like the season's going to go. It's a lot of fluff and pomp and circumstance, and everyone says all the right things and talks about the tough season that maybe was or talks about the highlights of what could have been you know, or was an incredible season for them. I ain't going to hold you. This ACC kickoff, who's going to be jolly? Because not only do you have everybody who didn't, you know, win the ACC championship, didn't have a, you know, great season or probably didn't have the season that they wanted, but then your own damn champion got freaking, what's the word I'm looking for? Find it. Okay. Couldn't even get into the college football playoffs after going undefeated. So, like, who's going to break out the first question? How do you feel about not making the – what do you feel about the state of the ACC? Do you feel like this, you know, league is important enough for – or can you be competitive here? Do you feel like this, you know, league holds you back from being in a college football playoff conversation? Are you excited about having 12? Does it water it down? Like, the questions. I'm asking DJU how it feels to be back on the East Coast, you know, because he's a West Coast guy. He's a West Coast guy. He messed around out there at Oregon State to have one of his best seasons. And now you're back on the East Coast. What's going on, brother? What's going on? How do you like Tally in comparison to Clemson, South Carolina? I think the T's a little finer. I'm I'm sure. um, T's a little sweeter. The T is sweeter. You know, with all due respect to Clemson, I'm sure that – the, there are many more things for him to do now with NIL and all that floating around in Tallahassee than he had as a college student who could not legally get paid in Clemson, South Carolina. I, I'm, I'm sure. I have a very strong suspicion about that. Does he have that one circled on the calendar? You know, that's the million-dollar question somebody's hey going to ask. What's Does Dabo have it circled on the calendar? What's your relationship like with Dabo now? Can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. But let's talk about how kind of it will roll out. Again, it is a just this year is going to be a four day process where they have all the teams here to talk about their respective programs, and we have some new additions. But everything starts with the leader. Jim Phillips is the one who kicks us off, and he always gives an address about how good things are, how bad things are, you know, the positives, and then normally the positives include the entire conference, right? So, right. you know, we had 22 champions, and he's usually talking about lacrosse and field hockey and soccer, right? But when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, the ones that make the money, it's hard sometimes for him to find it when it comes to football and the positives and the past couple times it's been about, you know, will Notre Dame ever join? And then it became about, well, who's going to be here if, you know, we can't get the, the creme de la creme. How do we feel like when we're lagging behind, can we ever catch up? And this year I just feel it's going to be even more special because I know you can't probably talk on an impending investigation, but you're going to have to give us something. I mean, here's the thing, right? There are so many, he does his state of the union bit. Yeah. Every year, right? Well, I wouldn't call it a bit necessarily because he's not joking. He gets up there and he's serious <laughs> about it. He does the State of the Union uh, rundown and, you know, these are the things we've accomplished and this conference has done this and this and this. And we had X amount of teams make bowl games and X amount of teams in the President's Cup finished, da, 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 and so on and so forth. Brother, we don't care about none of that. Well, you know how you always say, I never, t- I t- might tell you a joke, but I never tell you a lie. Jim don't be doing it. He be, mm. he be mm. telling the tale now. So you said Jim ain't gonna tell us a joke, but he go he gonna tell you that fib as as they would say. The, you know, because you know the kids can't say that a parent lied. So he gonna tell us. He gonna tell us a story. I told a story. He told a story on him. 
He gonna tell a couple stories. So like we it was just get to the knit knit and the gritty, okay? But yes, I agree that it is a lot of showmanship. But ultimately, right now, I think this year is never the 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 collar is gonna be sweating a little bit, especially because day one comes with the heavy hitters. Not mentioned any words. Florida State is going to be on day one immediately following Jim Phillips. And we all know, if you don't know, Florida State is currently in legal uh, minglings with the conference, right? right? And, you know, they're the team that got you know, booted. So there's a whole lot of it from the college football playoff. And there's a lot of tension so how he addresses that, and maybe he's like, I'm really disappointed in like the committee and yada, yada, yada. Is Boo Corgan going to turn his head? You know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I like all the spice. I mean, I'm ready for it. This is probably the most anticipated ACC kickoff I've ever been in part of. Oh, absolutely. This, this ACC kickoff has a lot of intrigue about it because obviously the spice factor is there. But we're also forgetting. See, people said that I call Cal and Stanford cousins. No, 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 no. Y'all family now. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And don't get me wrong. Cousins are very much family, especially in our community, where your cousins are more like your sisters and brothers sometimes. I get it. 100%. But, no, y'all fully in this thing. Y'all are in. Come on. Come on. Okay. So, if you're Jim Phillips, are you speaking to Boo Corgan or no? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hug, it, hug your hand. Why, it, why would y'all not speak to Boo Corgan? What you mean? Question. What you mean? Why would y'all not? Mike Norvell walking right past him. I'm just letting you know that now. He is the spokesperson for a committee, Candace. So imagine if you are the spokesperson for the U.S. National Swimming uh, Association, right? And they decide to make a rule that you don't necessarily agree with, but you're still the spokesperson and you don't decide to step down. What will be your job as spokesperson? To come out and say, this is the rule. This is the new rule. You may not agree with it, but it's the rule and you're the spokesperson. I'm not, whether or not Boo felt like they deserve to be in, he's just the spokesperson. You know what I mean? Hey, Boo, didn't, Boo didn't fight hard enough. And if I were Boo, I would have laryngitis. That's what I'm going to say. It, I, would, mm. I, I would just have laryngitis. All right, let's talk a little bit more about who else will be joining Florida State for day one of ACC kickoff. But when you're hiring for your small business, you want to find the quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. It has a vast network of more than one hundred, of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all the does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So in fact, so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats that might not have the time to resource time or resources to hire. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Reading is kicking my behind today. All right. But let's you're talk. Fighting back. You're fight fighting back. back, and that's what matters. <laughs> Jim Phillips, Florida State, Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the newbie, SMU will be day one. So you got, you know, you'll cut, you know, when you have a barbecue, right? Right, right. Here we go. And, and, you, bring, and you bring in the sides, right? And I'm coming from an auntie perspective, right? You bring in the sides, 
right? Mm-hmm. You got that one auntie that bring the mac and cheese. Every year, she faithful with the mac and cheese. You got the one auntie bring the yams. You know, one auntie maybe bring the greens. You know, all that. You got the one auntie, you know, that everybody's good. We're mingling. Got the alizé flowing. Probably have some good juice and whatever have you. Then you see somebody say, let's play spades. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got the spades table. Right. right. You got you got Commissioner Phillips. You got Florida State. Georgia Tech and SMU decide to be partners, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, Florida State done reneged. Pissing off Commissioner Phillips. You went a very long way around to say somebody reneged at the space table. I just want to let you know that. Now, I just y'all, let you know now that. y'all just minding your business, mm-hmm. right? At the cookout. You mm-hmm. just over here watching them yell at each other. Going on, Georgia Tech trying their best to kind of, hey, we're just here. Like, we're just happy to be the number. We're trying to, you know, revive the season, turn it around. SMU's like, this is my first time. I, I might not come back. Right, right. I might not come back. Mm-hmm. But I'm stuck a little bit in this podunk conference at the cookout, at the auntie's house. Well, they, they married into the conference. Now nah, it's too late. It, it's too late. It, it, so, you know, I, I, I did go around about way of saying that. But what I'm trying to say is, we're about to watch two people fight, and then you have SMU being like, dang, this is what it is. This is what y'all kick off really like. Okay, cool. Let's have it. You know, here's the thing, right? These and- folks, they have much better decorum than me, you know, so they can be. You lack decorum? Oh, Says the man that said I take a roundabout way to tell a story when it takes you five minutes to do a take, but go ahead. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you see how she do me. First day back. First day back. This is how I get treated. This is how I get treated. But anyway, you know the reality. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry for yelling in the ear a little bit. See now, you you see how dramatic she is. First, I take five minutes to get get the takeout. Now it's oh god, you're yelling, you're killing my ear. But anyway, uh, very seriously, you know when I look at this thing, I see it like this. Okay, mm-hmm. day one is going to be real interesting, and I feel <laughs> like Philip said, let's let's wrap this, let's get the foolishness out mm-hmm. the way early, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's put me up there and let's put Florida State up there to see who the real ones are that's going to be here through all the days. Because I'm going to tell you, last year, that thing got real thin on them last last couple teams last day. Well, yeah. got, you know, things got kind of thin up there. I mean, thinner than my hair. And if you can't see, if you're listening to me right now, I'm shiny bald at the moment, not even matte bald like I normally am. So, Oh, I'm mighty thin. And, and so the reality of this thing is I I don't like this from Jim Phillips because he's not being a showman. You know, like to me, now's the time to like, oh, yeah. But maybe this is him saying I got some chutzpah. Maybe this is him letting you know that my, my big ones are bigger. He needs to go all in on being a bigger personality. Okay? Now, he should have invited Florida State, then Clemson. That's how you really get the kid popping. He should have he should have hit them upside the head by making them go dead last. He should have said, "Oh, this year we're going to organize it by the first teams up are the ones we're going to do it by uh, the furthest back teams to the furthest in front teams in the conference. All the new teams go on the first day. You know why? Because it keep that intrigue." Your champion is the one that's suing you, and you have to stick around for four days if you want to see it. Oh, how juicy that would have been! But he's not a showman. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that thing in him. He doesn't have that little bit of like. It's not giving Stephen A. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not, not giving Shannon Sharp. No. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. It. 
and, and I'm not going to say no names because Please. we don't get into politics on this show or whatnot, Please. but there are certain, there are many politicians that are strictly good at theater and therefore people want to vote for them. Jimmy P is not good at the theater of this thing. You've got to put some pizzazz on it and making Florida State go right after you. It wraps up the drama too quickly. You got to make them wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And then you break out with, with the, you know. Yeah, but Don't ever tell me I do a roundabout way of anything ever get in your life. I'm just, All right. I'm just, just, I, I've said my point. I've said my point. You know, I've, everything I said was important to the point. It was orthogonal to the story, okay? Me saying that he's not a showman and providing examples of why he's not a showman. Hey, talk about you got the mama who brings the sweet tea. You got the uncle who brings the napkins because he got a cataract. He can't cook nothing. You know he can't cook nothing. You got the auntie that got glaucoma over there. And, and you know, she used to get to cook real good, but she losing it a little hey, bit. So let, me, let, me, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. I don't have to come back. How about that? I can quit right now, and you know I will. So don't. Play and, 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 and listen, you know, listen. Well, what it is? Well, what it is then? Okay, you you are sitting up here threatening me. What's up? Okay. That, that, I'm just saying. You see, y'all, y'all see what happened. Y'all see what happened. Candace though, went out there to Vegas for the Super Bowl and came back as a whole new person. Came back as a whole new person. I can tell person you. to tell me that. All right, July 23rd, the second day of ACC kickoff, because this is a 30-minute show. Get to it. California will kick us off, followed by Pitt, Stanford, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Now, California and Stanford being there together, you know, it's like your new – I'm not even, even going to give you a story, because clearly mine suck. But you have your new friends coming together. You've got your ones that are tied together, Virginia and Virginia Tech. And then Pitt, you know, we have to talk to them. So there's that. Um, But, yeah, Tuesday will be that. So Monday through Thursday will be a whole shenanigan. And Wednesday, the third day, on the third day, he told us, Boston College with new coach Bill O'Brien, which I haven't seen you since. Bill O'Brien got the nod, but would love to hear your thoughts if you have any. That's one member of the Ball Brotherhood that I can't stand, and I'm gonna <laughs> leave it right there. I'm gonna leave it right there, okay? The man needed it. The man needed the job now. Uh, he had a job. He had a perfectly good job, okay? I, for Boston, I get it. I get it. You're hiring in an abnormal situation where you know you kind of got to pick from what's left because the coaching carousel effectively came to a screeching halt. And and then your coach decides to jump off and leave y'all without anybody sitting in your chair during musical chair. I don't like to hire one bit. But Bill O'Brien can't very well prove me wrong. He can a thousand percent prove me wrong. He's hiring a name. The standards are low. The bar is in in you know. And so he just he don't have to be amazing. He just has to do enough, and they'll be all right. So there. I'm with you when you're right, and you're not wrong here. Boston College, Duke with Manny Diaz. Louisville will be up there with Coach Brown, Miami, and Wake Forest. There was interesting conversation that were happening in our comments about Miami. I know you did a whole show about Coach Fran and talking about being a good recruiter and a lot of, like, well, angst was towards, well, is Mario just known as the recruiting guy? Is there going to be some recruiting competition? Like, what what's going on there? And, you know, Wake Forest, of course, being in that mix of, you know, who are they now? It's been a while. Coach Clausen to see some sort of, you know, resiliency. This will be the year for that. But I didn't know if you want to make a comment since I wasn't here and I missed your little. I mean, yeah. I I think that Fran is a really good hire as the, he was named the number one recruiter in the country last year. And I've, I've always said this about college football. 
more than anything else is about who the best recruiter is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you need to have some of the X's and O's, some of the game management, but if you can recruit the guys who can get it done, everything else is Katie did's at the doorstep. It's, it's, you know, it's the haze in the barn. You got it done if you can get the best players consistently. How often is it that we see a coach always go out and get the best of the best and still lose? It just doesn't happen. Right. Last day, it'll be Clemson, North Carolina, and North Carolina State because they can't be without each other. And then Syracuse saving the best potentially for last. He might be the most impactful while you're playing. You know, there's always one coach that – one or two coaches that makes you want to run through a brick wall for them, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It was Halfley originally for some of us. It was Jeff Collins for me, so I don't know what you're talking about. And, is that better? Is that <laughs> – I'm just letting you know. Is that better? I'm just letting you know. They committed vehicular manslaughter. All, all no, the, they were just time. drunk driving to hit three people. Everybody's alive, though. Like what? Uh. All, all I'm saying is every time I get excited about a coach, they get fired. So Or they quit. Or they do something. So I don't know. Mm. I'm glad I'm on the other side. You know, I'm just a girl. Mm. You said every time you look up something bad happens, you're just going to keep your head down for now? I'm you're just gonna... a girl. I don't know how to pick coaches, clearly. Uh, well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Uh, there is a lot of optimism around Syracuse right now, and, and rightfully so. I think that this is this is a very exciting hire for many reasons. Um, however, I will warn, this is a lot like uh, drafting Spencer Rattler for me, right? The ceiling is through the roof. The ceiling of what Frank can do there, through the roof. The floor of a guy who's never been a head coach before, also very bad. Things could go very wrong, very wrong. Well, you know, I love me some Coach uh, Dino Babers, so he's going to be hard to top that one. But I digress. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any five winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite players, NBA players, and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Did you want anything big about like, you know, the coin flip or the national anthem? Reba. My roots are planted in the past. I love me some Reba. A single mom who works too hard, who loves her kids and never stops. She ain't need to, she ain't need to sing that anthem now. Really? I love Reba. She so, ain't need to sing that anthem. So here's the thing. I know a lot of people don't know this about me. I hate the spectacle that happens around football and games. So, like, I only turn it when the game is actually going on. Like, I turn away for halftime shows and all that. Turn you did not watch Usher? No. No. Which is, like, I apparently have to now because everybody's like, oh, Usher was shimmying like a noob, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't. He wasn't see shimmying it. like a noob, but he had noobs in the show. I I didn't watch. I I'm not, I'm not a halftime show person. You support our people. I don't okay. want to support anybody who's detracting from an excellent football game. Shorten up that halftime. That was an excellent football but, game to you. Yeah, I'm not fooling with you today. I'm not fooling with you today. I ain't fooling with you. I ain't doing it. Mm-mm. That wasn't a great game. Come on. Oh my God. Here we go. It, Here to we me, go. it wasn't. I, I got. I got to get to the lawsuit. But it wasn't a great game because I feel like if we had had a better quarterback on the 49ers, because he missed. He, there was just some some passes that I was like, got to my Jordan could have made them. 
What? And I'm talking about Jordan Love. What? Oh, I'm saying. Does that have to do with the price of tea in China? What do you mean? It would have been a better game had he been able to hit some of those rockets. You know why he couldn't hit some of those rockets? Because he had this really big guy named Christopher Jones up in his grill. Nah, he he missed like a good he missed, he missed some wide open ones, some dingers. Listen, I hear you. I hear you knocking, nephew, but I ain't going to let you in. That was an amazing football game, and okay. I will not be told otherwise. I thought it was a great defensive performance from both sides. Steve Wilkes ought to get paid. It should be somebody's head coach. That's what I think. I think Kyle Shanahan wet the bed. That's easy here, North. Oh, Kyle Shanahan, what in the bed in a big game when he has a lead? Shocker. Tell me if you heard that story before. But anywho. Have you heard the story of Florida State amending their lawsuit? I very much so have. We got some very interesting stuff going on. And like I said, see, this is this is why Candace, she got that showman in her. She got that showwoman in her, right? She got it in her. Because I was so excited. I said, we need to start the show with the amendment. We need to start. Candace said, sit your happy tail down. We going to get to it when we get to it. We got some other things we got to get to. And plus, you're excited to talk to people about this. It's going to be great. But anyway, here we go. The ACC uh, is now being sued in an amended lawsuit. So it's not a whole new lawsuit. It's just an amendment to the current lawsuit. And that calls back former Commissioner John Swafford in saying <clears throat> the university name drops former ACC Commissioner John Swafford in the deals made during the latter portion of his tenure providing more evidence of fiduciary irresponsibility that FSU is alleging. The ACC's deal with Raycom Sports was one of the main points of contention as it, quote-unquote, cost each member, each ACC member, several million dollars and continues to depress the value of their media rights, end quote, per FSU's amendment. Florida State is a, another quote here, Florida State is a victim of chronic mismanagement and self-dealing by ACC leadership and finds itself unable to effectively evaluate alternatives while the several withdrawal ACC penalties and the ACC ground of rights hang over Florida State's head. So I guess my biggest issue, though, is like when you looked in the mirror, the person that signed the contract, nobody had a gun to your head and said, you better sign this. You better sign this agreement. John Swafford didn't make you sign the, your you know, powers that be make you sign it. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, right? I've talked for the longest about how terrible Swafford was. I have pounded the table for forever about you went and got your people's paid at Raycom because there is no, there was no good reason for that media deal to happen. If that deal doesn't happen, you're not on Bally Sports for a lot of these teams. If these teams aren't on Bally Sports, they don't have games where it's like, Wait a minute. Why is our viewership down to 100,000? We have a, a, a million person alumni base or we have a 600,000 person alumni base. Why are we now looking at these numbers be worse than they've been in some? T- oh, the game's blacked out in the city that the, the college is located in. So I I told everybody for the longest. This is on Swafford. Swafford will pay for his crimes one way or the other. And lo and behold. Much like the NCAA does everybody with these punitive punishments, it's the next guy that gets hurt. Because now, little old Jimmy P, who say what you will about him, you know, I don't think much of him one way or the other. I think he's very mad. He now was left holding the bag after Swafford rode off into the sunset, cashing in some terrible deals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I'm not going to disagree with you one bit, but I think at the end of the day, you can amend every lawsuit you want to. 
I'm just ready for the finale, the series finale, and let's do what we got to do with it. At this yeah. point, like if you're, if you're gonna find all the loophole loopholes, find it. But even still, you think they didn't know Swapper was raggedy by now? Like, why? What makes these lawyers so special? And again, I'm not coming from like a rude place. I'm like very much educate me. Like, how come nobody found this until now? Well, I don't think anybody was looking until now because I don't think the disparity between the monies was as great as it is or is heading to be mm-hmm. until this point. Like, yes, the deals were bad in terms of it got you less viewership. It got you, you know, less expansive, uh, less growing your fan base type of moments. But mm-hmm. with that being said, it was good enough. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, keeping up. It was keeping pace, even though it was falling behind. And it's like the difference between losing a race by a couple steps and getting lapped. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. That's a very different situation. Gotcha. And now when you're watching the guys who are beating you come back around, you're like, oh, what the hell is going on here? That's mm. what Florida State is effectively saying, which, I mean, listen, I do agree wrong. with you. Yeah. Exactly. I agree with you. You you signed the 360, and that's where you are now. But <laughs> it's I, I very much so understand their anger. Not with you when you're wrong, but we more so are trying to get it right. And at the end of the day, hey, we've got maybe by Florida State leaving, other teams will follow suit and we can condense our ACC kickoff days down. I don't know. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I ain't mad one bit. But that's our time for today's episode. Again, we're not coming from a mean place. I would love to be educated. Florida State fans, I know how y'all like to jump us, but please just relax. We're just trying to learn. Just trying to learn a little bit down in Tallahassee. Just right on there with DJU. So let us know. How you feel about four days? How do you feel about Florida State's amendment and all the like? Make sure you check out our recaps on Duke Wake Forest game and a lot of ACC hoops as we're coming down the stretch. Who's going to be that regular season champ? Who is going to win the ACC title? Who is going to get a spot in the NCAA tournament? Is the Lunardi bracketology, all that stuff, going to work out in our conference's favor? We'll talk about all of that throughout the week. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.